Hey, happy Friday, everybody. Um, I took a day off today. Actually, I took the whole weekend off. Uh, as I mentioned uh, before, my son is getting married this weekend, and uh, looking forward to that. It's uh, He's been kind of getting a little nervous, and I was talking to him today, and <laughs> he kind of uh, he forgot to get the uh, the dad's ties, you know, and uh, and everybody's been kind of on his case about it, and he's like, he says I got nine people who were kind of like all mad at me because I forgot they could do a couple things, <laughs> and I told him I says just take a deep breath, relax. Nobody nobody really cares too much about it, you know, and it, everything will be fine. He says the most important thing that you can worry about is just you. And Jack and just, you know, Jacqueline, just just focus on, you know, the, the, the marriage and the and the experience that it's going to be and all the rest of the stuff is just going to come and go. Just have fun and enjoy yourself and stop worrying about it so much. I know there's planning involved and all that stuff, but, you know, when it comes down to it, what's the most important thing? And that's that's the marriage and and just having a really uh, a good spiritual uh, uh, ceremony and uh, an opportunity to to get married to the to the woman that you love and uh, and that you're starting a life together and that's a great thing and uh, it's it's wonderful. So I took off a you know I took off today and it's just I can't tell you. <laughs> um, actually, I got to tell you this little story. It's kind of funny. Um, I, I I told my my supervisor a couple weeks ago that I was taking off the weekend because my son's getting married, and he says, "Oh, I gotta I gotta make sure I put that in my calendar." So he gets out his phone and he's putting all this you know these dates the date in there, and everything. So he so he doesn't forget you know because he's a busy guy and he's got a lot of people that he's under him and they're going to different you know parts of you know southern Utah to deliver and everything. Anyway. So today, I you know I, was, I went to bed last night thinking, oh gosh, I get to sleep in, no alarms. I just want to cover my windows so there's no light or anything coming in, you know. And I just want to sleep in because it's been like, I you know it's been a long time since I've been able to really sleep in. And uh, lo and behold, I, I think I get a call at eight o'clock from uh, his assistant supervisor or something like that. He goes, he goes, where are you? He's like panicking, and I'm going. Uh, I'm off today. I have my son's getting married. I told, you know, or no, I, he goes, well, did you tell Christian? And, uh, and I go, uh, I go, yeah, I told him a couple of weeks ago, you know, that I was uh, taking the, the, taking the Friday and Saturday off to, for, for the marriage. So he was kind of quiet. Um, and he, he goes, okay. So apparently, uh, my supervisor, uh, forgot. <laughs> and, uh, and then, then I'm, I hung up, and then he called. Then my supervisor calls me. Hey, do you have the scanner and all that stuff? And I go, Yeah, I grab it. Uh, he says, Can you do me a favor, please? I, I, I need one, and I'm gonna have to do your route. And I'm coming up from Salt Lake, and can you, uh, can you drop it off at the hub? I went, Yeah, I'll do that for you. So I got dressed and I drove over there, and uh, he was still like 40 minutes away when I when I got there. So. Um, I decided that uh, I would uh, load his truck for him, load the van up for him, and get him all set up so when he got here, he could just jump in the truck and go. So I did that, and uh, it was kind of funny. The the uh, hub supervisor is, like, walking the floor, and I'm sitting there in my shorts and, and my, BYU, my BYU shirt, and he comes up to me and goes, he says, where's your uniform? And I went, well, I'm, I'm off today. I'm just here helping out uh, my supervisor because he's, you know, he's, 
taking my route today and I'm just loading this truck from you. It's looking like I have, like I have three heads, like, why are you doing that? You know, I says, well, cause I'm just trying to be helpful, you know, be a team player, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. So I got him all, uh, I got him all loaded up and, uh, and, uh, and squared away so he can get out of there and get done pretty quickly. So anyway, that's been my, uh, that's been my Friday so far. Looking forward to tomorrow is the actual ceremony and the reception. And it's going to be a wonderful time. And I'm just looking forward to it and, and seeing his joy and all the, all the planning and everything that's going along and all the stress that goes along with all that. It's all going to go away after it's all done. And, uh, and then they can start their lives together, which I'm excited for them. Uh, they're all set up with a, uh, they're renting a town, a townhouse, um, and uh, they're all set up and ready to rock and roll. So I'm very happy for them. And um, they got to see my my brother and sister in law. Um, they they came over last night and took me out to dinner. And uh, I'm gonna be seeing them again on Sunday. Uh, my my daughter's gonna be uh, doing a hosting a dinner uh, for us on Mother's Day. So we're gonna go over there and have uh, some good time there and talk and. And, uh, you know, catch up and stuff like that. So it's going to be a good weekend. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the rest that I so much need <laughs> because it's been so, so busy at work, uh, which is a good thing. It keeps me in shape. You know, it's, uh, it's frustrating sometimes. And it's hard, very hard labor. Um, but at the same time, uh, it keeps me in shape. And, uh, uh, I've never been more sore and tired when I come home from work <laughs> than I had than I have been since I've been doing this job. Um, that being said, you know I I like I kind of keep track of you know what's going on in the world, and um, you know I, I was going to do an episode on funny titles and funny article titles and things like that, and um, and I I think I'm still probably going to do that, but uh, there's a couple of things that kind of just really get under my crawl with all this, all this, uh, far left liberal BS that we are in the middle of. I've always under, I've always understood and I've always said the same thing. You can ask any of my friends who I associate with family members is, is when this country, when this country gets away from, um, in its ideology and its, its, its beliefs, uh, when it gets away from the center we can go a little bit right. We can go a little bit left. But as long as we're staying in a in a, in the center, basically, um, we we operate fairly well. Whenever we get off way to the right and we let extremists on either the right or the far left uh, take control, then that's when our country suffers. And we just happen to be in this in this suffrage state right now, where we have some very extreme liberals who have taken over our, our, our government, who have taken over the house, have taken over the white house. And we're st- we're, we're seeing this, uh, unfolding right in front of us. And it's been going on for years, uh, for decades with, uh, with the schools, uh, with, ed- you know, with education in our schools and with this, uh, race baiting, this white, this white uh, whiteness, this, uh, being ashamed of being white, um, you know, homophobia, you know, all these phobias and all these isms that, that, you know, that we've seen take place over the last couple of decades and the changing, uh, you know, what the views of the youth have had or, and, and have today versus what it was before that time. 
you know, in the or, or earlier than that. But uh, I ran across this article, <clears throat> actually two articles, and uh, I wanted to kind of read a little bit. And it gave me some hope. That's why I want to bring this up. It kind of gave me a little bit of hope that people are seeing the same things that I'm seeing. Listen, I'm just an average, I'm just an average guy here. Okay, I'm not a professional. I'm not a professional. I'm not a, a musician. You know, I'm not a, a, an actor. Uh, I'm not a. I don't have a degree in law. I'm not a sociologist. I'm not. I'm not. Prof- I'm just this. I'm like you. I'm just this average guy that works every day, okay, just trying to make ends meet, and I see things that just defy common sense, and I am tired, getting tired, I'm not angry, I'm just getting tired of being taken advantage of, and I think there's a lot of people out there that feel the same, and they're afraid to say anything about it. I mentioned you know, my, my last episode about religion in America and how we are turning away from our religious roots. You know, for the first time in American history, less than 50% of the population associates itself with a church or a particular quote-unquote religion, Christian, you know, whatever, Jewish, Muslim, whatever it is there. And that's the first time in American history. And it's because we're moving to secular ideas and we're listening to more secular ideas, which you are seeing the ramifications of that. And the farther away we get, the farther we get away from God and the tenets and the principles of faith and obedience and uh, especially faith, uh, and we, and we uh, align ourselves with these secular principles, um, the, the more dangerous it becomes. Well, I read this article. Uh, about this this Texas school district about shaming white students and they initiated this and I have the article and I'm going to read a little bit of it uh, as part of a cultural competence uh, program or training whatever you want to call, I call it brainwashing uh, not only are they teaching this in our colleges and our kids are coming out un- unprepared in high school they're going they're coming out of high school not prepared for life so they're teaching us garbage in high school. They're, now it's in their elementaries, and and I just read this other I just read this other or saw a newscast uh, about Biden wanting to teach this trash in our preschools. And you, okay, think about this: you got a three or four year old who you're starting to put in his preschool, right? Three, four, five year olds, right, in preschool, and they are going to start teaching your children these four year olds. Okay, they're supposed to be having fun. <laughs> they're supposed to be learning their ABCs, and yet they're going to incorporate critical race theory, which basically says you're not a good person because you're white, and everything that you do is based on 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 race. Every decision you make, every action you take is all, ba- and you can't do anything about it. It's baked into you. It's it's who you are, and we need to change it, and we need to start as as young as we can. So we're going to start when you're three or four and start feeding our babies this garbage and this crap. This week, Biden was talking about uh, uh, directing the uh, the educational department to sit there and talk and to start implementing this critical race theory, which is just garbage. Anyway, that being said, in your preschools. I just want you to think about that for a minute. In your preschools, ABC, one, two, threes, that's what they're supposed to be learning. 
And what do we have? We have lessons on, you know, and I don't, and I don't mean to undermine or demean or anything like that, but I don't need my children uh, learning, uh, you know, gay and lesbian, transgender. I don't need to have a transgender dressed in a dress and flamboyant coming in and reading books to my children. Okay. I don't need that. I don't need critical race theory. I don't need people coming in and always pointing out the difference between me and a, and a black person or a Hispanic or an Asian person. Okay. Now let me read this article. It's going to kind of freak you out. Um, um, it was, and what it was, it was, it was an incident involving white students singing along with racial slurs in a rap lyrics and in Texas, which led this school district to center try to implement this new radical approach to combating racism. Okay, you got these white kids who are singing rap music. Now, I, I'd imagine, you know, I maybe I'm just off my rocker here, but I'm sure that the the rap musicians are more than thrilled that these white kids are singing their music. Like, okay, they're singing they're singing their music and they're enjoying themselves and they're anyway. So this is what started all this stuff, right? It is uh, blah blah blah. It has no racial uh, race. Oh, but they're, they're talking about the, describing the the community, and which I don't really care about too much. It, uh, I really don't care too much. Talking about the medium uh, uh, income and things like that, and the students. Um, but this this video, I guess somebody you know did this video, and then it went viral. And uh, the district, of course, like we do in this world today, everything is. Everything is serious. Everybody overreaches on everything that takes place in our in our society today. And we go to the extreme. And this is a perfect example of where they they started this program, which is like basically overreaching and instituted this program to combat institutional racism, which is just a joke. And there's no such thing as institutional racism um, to shame white students for the color of their skin. The cultural competence plan is what they called it. It said some of the sometimes crying taxpayers and students spent hours insisting their lives have been forever damaged by the kind of institutional racism in South Lake, Inst- illustrated by the rap sing-alongs. <laughs> They're just singing, guys. It's like you know these kids are just having fun. You know, like I. <laughs> Oh, everybody just needs to just really just relax here. Anyway, here's the here's the bottom line of this. So the parents fighting started fighting back on this. So the parents haven't been very happy about the school's training, with local parents organizing into a group who opposed the CCAP, which is the school district. Okay, teaches that anyone the CCAP teaches that that anyone who dares to see Everyone equally get this. This is insane. That anyone who dares to see everyone equally, regardless of race, is instigating cultural blindness, which is bad in their view. Okay, so here you got here you got it. You're you're racist if you look at a black person or an Asian or anybody who's a different color skin than you are or a different nationality. And you're bad because you look at them differently. Now they're sitting there. You can't win. You, now they're saying because you are thinking of them as an equal, that's bad too. 
and you're not really being truthful with yourself because you are so evil because you're a white person that you just don't, you're not really being honest with yourself and that you're just being blind to your own racism. This is what they're, this is what they're teaching your kids. This is what they're teaching our children today. They're not teaching them their civic responsibilities. They're not teaching them to be prepared for life and working. Okay. They're, what they're teaching their kids is to, to, to grow up, go to college, so you can continue to get brainwashed. And they're just brainwashing our children. They're just brainwashing us. That's all they're doing. And they're starting younger and younger and younger and younger. That's all they're doing. Now they're going into preschool to teach this trash. Well, this, this community in, in, um, in Texas had enough of it. So what did they do? They voted... These people, well, you know what? That's another article. I'll, I'll get to that one in a minute. But they did something. <laughs> and I'll let you know because it's so cool. It, I, I, it, gives, it gives me hope. Um, anyway, so part of this program that, they're, that, they, that they, the parents are, are arguing about and are not very happy with is that they slice and says, what does it mean for you to be white? And urge them to take a moment to talk about your neighbor, about whiteness. They were also asked to name some characteristics of white culture. And the administrators were, t- were, were telling these kids or telling these people that white is a bad thing. Man, I, you know, Martin Luther King Jr., I'm sorry, I'm sorry, to, uh, you're probably rolling over your grave. You, all that work that you did, these people are just destroying everything that you've worked for and trying to bring about equality and trying to get. Uh, uh, the black community and the white community to come together and look at each other as equals. These people don't want you to be, they don't want us to, to look at each other. They want us to be separate. They want us to always point out. And this is, and, and you hear this from the administration and it, it, it frustrates me, the bejeebies out of me. It's always the same message. You're white, you're black, you're Asian, you're Hispanic, you're all different. We'll never understand each other. We'll never see eye to eye on things. You got the Black Lives Matter teaching the same BS that we'll never understand black, you know, how, what it is to be black. Well, you know what? You're probably white. I won't understand what it, what it is to be. But you'll, not understand, you'll never understand what it is to be white. I'll never understand exactly what it is to be Hispanic. But you know what? I can listen and I can learn and I can try to understand. Am I going to understand every facet, every nuance of, 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 of the black culture? No, I'm not. But you're not going to understand what it is to be white either. And these ideas that, that, that's because of a person's skin that we're inherently evil, that this country is inherently evil because we've had these things in our history is a false idea and it's a false doctrine and it's, it's a lie and it's hurting our country. And we have people in powerful places that are wanting to keep us separate. They're wanting this, this racism. This, they're, they're creating this systemic racism. There's no such thing as that. They're the ones who are creating this whole thing and this whole idea and this whole, this whole concept. They're the ones who are pushing this because it's cultural BS that we have to be listened to anywhere. It, it, it just it just not cracks me up. It just really concerns me. Um, so um, I can't remember what county what county this was. What was it? Um, to do to do to do. Um, 
Where was it? Oh, I'll find it here. Just give me one. Sorry, I don't have a whole team of people. South Lake in South Lake, Texas. Okay. Now, then I read this other article, which I thought was extremely cool. And this ought to make you happy. At least it made me happy. <laughs> and I think it's the same. Yeah, it's the same community. This community was so angry that the GOPs, they, and the head of the, the, uh, the article uh, title was, GOP takes over school board in Texas to revolt against critical race theory. So it has to be connected with this, this, uh, this, this program that the school district is doing. Theory curriculum proposed by Biden administration. Let me just read this. Republicans in South, La- South Lake, Texas, took over the local school board through voting in order to put an end to, tr- to critical race theory in the school's curriculum. A- uh, NBC News says, on one side, progressives argue that curriculum and d- disciplinary changes were needed to make all children feel safe and welcome in Carroll, a mostly white but quickly diversifying school district. Okay. On the other side, the conservatives in South Lake rejected the school's diversity plan, which I just told you about, as an effort to indoctrinate students with a left, far-left ideology that, according to uh, some, the institutionalization and discrimination against white children and those who have conservative Christian views. The voters have come together in record-breaking numbers to restore unity. To get too far to the left... You get too far to the right, you have problems. You have, you have havoc. You get more to the middle, and you stay within those conservative, kind of like in-between lines where we, our country works and, and moves along at the pace it should. Voters agree with my positive vision of our community and its future. Uh, Princeton University's James McPherson said back in 2019, I was disturbed by what seemed like a very unbalanced and one-sided account, which lacked context and perspective on the complexity of slavery, which was clearly, obviously, not an exclusively American institution, but existed throughout history. Slavery is not, wasn't born in the United States. It was only a small part of a larger world process at the time. But we have a, we have a whole movement now that's, you know, it's telling that, you know, slavery, that's how America was, you know, we're based in slavery. We're based in, in, in everybody has this, this uh, racist seed in them that we, that you should, that we need to get rid of. And we're going to indoctrinate you and we're going to teach you that you're a bad person. So here's the, here's the breakdown. Republicans blew out Democrats by roughly 70 to 30 margin, per 30% margin, to take two spots and control the Carroll County Independent School District Board. Two city council seats and the South Lake mayor seat. Okay? They were finalized on Sunday. Showed a ballooning voter turnout about three times larger than past local elections. It's a landslide. It took him nine months after progressives and school board introduced the plan to, uh, to instate critical race theory in local school curriculum. And they say the election is a referendum on those who put personal politics and divisive philosophies ahead of Carroll County students and their families. And trying to destroy the, like the American heritage and Texas and values and things like that. I, you know, I was, when I read this, I was, I was thrilled. I was excited about it because some people are starting to wake up to what is going on around him. And 
And they did this in the right way. They didn't go and burn down their cities and destroy cities and burn businesses down. Uh, They didn't go to the streets and riot and cause all kinds of problems. You know, they didn't... They didn't show... There was no chaos. You know what they did? They woke up and realized that their children are being taught philosophies and ideas that they don't agree with, that are hurting their children, that are hurting generations to come. And what did they do? They voted. They voted these people out. Get out. You have no place in our school district and you have no place in our government because you are teaching things that are incorrect and they're not good. They're not good. Now, this is just a small little town in Texas, okay? But you're starting to feel something growing here that I I can't wait until the elections in in 2022. I can't wait because people are seeing how radical this administration is and these changes that are taking place, and things are going to happen. I'm telling you, you're, you're going to see things, uh, changes, and I hope, I hope, I hope the whole Congress changes over. And I don't care if it's Republican or Democrat. If you got these kinds of philosophy, this is not good for our country. It's not good for America. Okay, because it's a blatant lie. We are we are not a racist country. We have people who are racist. Yes. Just like every other country has it, yes. And you're not never going to eliminate racism, phobias, and things about things about people. You're just not going to because they're human beings. They're they have their free agency to believe what they want. But as a whole, as a country, as an institution, no, we are not uh, racist. You educate people. You 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 get them involved with people. You try to find things that are that are equal. As a, as a human being on this earth, you try to find things that are equal about you and you find common ground. I mean, that's what I've always been taught, to find common ground with people, no matter what your skin color, no matter what your nationality, okay, no matter what. And this administration and these people and this far left movement is keeping us separate. They want us to be. They want us to know the differences about each other, and they want us to fight with each other. They don't want us to to get along. They want us to fight and argue, tear down, destroy, burn things because of race. And the more we do it, guess what? It just it just it fuels their fire. Look at look at all the things that are going wrong in this country. It's because of institutional racism. Well, you're creating a dumb thing. You're creating it by your your propaganda and your and your your yeah your propaganda. That's all it is. The constant message saying it over and over and over again, and you got these young generations who are believing this crap, believing this garbage. It's just stupid. It's stupidity is what it is. It's exactly what it is. Um, and I, I was just I was just thrilled to see this 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 town this community in Texas stand up and said, we're not going to allow this to take place. And now you're starting to see some other, uh, Florida, uh, a couple other states that are starting to do the same thing. You're starting to see those, they're rising up and saying, the government, the federal government isn't going to dictate to us what we're going to do. We refuse to teach this critical race theory. And you're starting to, like I said, in Florida and a couple other states, you're starting to see things take place. And isn't it amazing to me, isn't it amazing if you really look at the, look at the states that are starting to really uh, uh, move past this, this 
this coronavirus is all, you know, are conservatives, uh, are conservative states. The red states, the blue states are still kind of wallowing around and and not not opening up their economies. They're open. They're not opening up their schools because they're listening to people that have some other kind of agenda. They want control. I, I don't know about you, but I like my I like my life and I, I, I like to have control over my own life and to my success, my work, uh, being able to do my podcast. You know, I don't want somebody telling me that I can't say or speak or or, or uh, share my ideas and thoughts with somebody else. And that's what they're doing. It's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, Kamala Harris sitting there uh, the other, this week uh, trying to get big tech to sit there and, and, and uh, talk about what, uh, uh, talk about content, controlling content. Like, come on, wake up, man. Everybody needs to kind of wake up and realize what's going on in this great country of ours. We really do. And we need to, I don't like to use the word take it back, um, but we do, need, we do need to be involved and open our eyes and open our ears and listen. And don't be afraid to speak out. Don't be afraid to uh, admit that you're Christian. Don't be uh, afraid to talk to somebody about your religion. Not to convert them, but just to believe your belief and faith in God. Talk about your conservative values, okay? And don't be afraid of the ramifications. Don't be f- afraid of these, a few of these bullies who sit there and, and want to control you. It's not a good thing, and it's not, it's not going to be productive. And now that I see things start, starting to take place here, I hope it, I hope it grows. Uh, and I hope it grows exponentially because, I, you know, and I think you're starting to see the benefits of conservative ideas and conservative values and belief in God and things like that, you're starting to see that uh, resurrection of that again. And we need that so badly in this country right now. We really do. Hey, uh, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, it's, um, it's a crazy time to be alive, but it's also the, the best time to be alive and kicking and Stay true to who, who you are and your, and your beliefs and your values. Teach your, those values to your children. Be involved and don't let these, don't let these far left ideologies and things uh, hurt your children and hurt generations to come because that's all it's going to do. Um, and until next time. Thanks for listening. Hey, this is Rob Scott. Listen, if you like my uh, podcast and you want to write to me and give me your thoughts and everything on that, you can reach me at robscott at robscottpodcast.com. Or you can go to my website to pick up my episodes at robscottpodcast.com. Hey, uh, like me, share, uh, like the podcast, share it with your friends. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, Drop me an email or give me your thoughts.